Welcome to The Loaded Goat, where we continue to scour YouTube for great, great content. We? I just got I. a text message and I had to watch it. <laughs> okay, I do that and Christopher rolls along with, with what I send him. I gotta be honest, this was like, okay, let's record some episodes. Then I get like 15 texts. I had to just look through to see how long they'd all be because I, was, I wasn't sure if I had to cancel all my plans for a week. But then, I, of course, I forgot to watch them. We had a delay. And for what it's worth, I sent him less than an hour's worth of clips in total. <laughs> but he he's still handling it like a champ. So last week I talked about the acid reflux commercials. Did you uh-huh. get a heavy amount of Verbo commercials on this one? You know, I skipped through. I didn't even really pay attention to them. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Let's start the show then. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be doing segments from a, a variety of specials. Andy Griffin and Don Knotts did a variety of specials. In the 60s, when the show was at a very high level of popularity, some were their own, some were for other people. And at the same time, Don Knotts also had his own variety show for a little while in the 70s. So the first segment is a YouTube, is to go to YouTube and type in Andy Griffith, Bob Hope special. So I'm going to just say, I think this skit's dumb. Yeah, I got to be honest. I struggled to care whatsoever. Yeah. There was, I'm glad you feel that way. Cause it was like one of those, this is one of the longer clips that we watched. It was near 10 minutes, yeah. um, which is a long time for my brain to pay attention to one thing. Frankly. That's, that's, uh, I mean, generally I think anything beyond 10 seconds can be very difficult. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the, yeah, this is a skit from Bob Hope's 1963 special where he plays an, an escaped convict and he rolls into Mayberry wanting to be arrested. Which is kind of funny, but it, it was too shticky. And yeah. I don't know a lot of, is this a lot of, we like Bob Hope, right? Bob Hope. Bob fine. Hope's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Highlights. Can I get my highlights from this? Absolutely. So I liked the line wanted in 36 or 35 states. That's three more than Kennedy. Good for you. That's a funny little electoral yeah, college joke. Yeah. Enjoyed that. The other one, I've always kind of liked this in general, the way the equivalency of money charged for fines and time in jail. And I don't, I'm sure it's not thought of this way, but like they offer $3 or three days in jail, which is, you know, one day of your life is worth a dollar. And this recently happened where a prominent Yahoo and wackadoodle was sentenced to four months in prison or $6,000. And I, you know, this person makes a boatload of money and I just really enjoyed the minimizing of their, their freedom. I thought it was four months and six thousand dollars. Is that what it is? Oh I yeah, well, so. it is. It is and and it is and. Yeah. But like that's such a weird icing on the cake for yeah. six thousand dollars. Yeah, that would have been that would have you know I, if you're really thinking about the laziness of Andy Taylor in this segment where he just doesn't even want to arrest anybody, he just wants to go fishing. I don't know how he would have handled a contempt of Congress um, prosecution. <laughs> That is cute at the end of, I don't think anyone's ever said contempt of Congress and said that is cute. I do like at the end of this episode when everybody is on the ground, tend to be dead, Andy gets up, leaves to go fishing because our show always ends on a high note. Yeah, no, I like that too. It has I like a happy that too. Ending. Yeah. Well, you don't want to show up to testify before Congress. That's not on you. You can just do what you want to do. I want to go fishing. That's cute. Yeah. So the next thing we have is a, if you go to YouTube, Don Knotts, Andy Griffith, and then Gettysburg Address. Love this I think, 
This is my favorite of all the ones we're, we've done. This one's fantastic. Yeah. Very much enjoyed it. Did, yeah. did you know the first sentence of the Gettysburg Address? I do. So, I mean, I knew the first fragment. I couldn't have gotten all the way through what they got through. Sight unseen? Could you? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, but you that's... You want to do it the... now? <laughs> you just watched the clip. It should be easy. What is what what is this? <laughs> um go on, go on. So the the this is from the um this is from their this is from their 1965 CBS special and they're basically recreating the skip but what is really funny is they come out on the porch and they start talking about the weather getting hotter and then Andy says that, you know, our Andy says he doesn't really know why it's getting hotter. And Barney says he thinks it's because of the bomb. I did like that. I um, did like that, too. This is the first I've ever seen Mayberry in color. Yeah, I mean, it's and that's really what, what I think is kind of neat. And it's kind of the first time we've ever seen them just do this, do this live. Is this, do you think this is scripted or is this improv? Well, I think it's scripted, but I think they're having a little fun with it, too. And, and so what's funny is, is then, you know, and Andy's really, I think, genuinely laughing. I think he's finding this whole thing really amusing as he's doing the skit with Don Knotts. Oh, and, for sure. And then Barney, of course, says Cal- that Calvin Coolidge said everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. And he says Calvin Coolidge said it. And then Andy was like, no, Mark Twain said it. And, um, you know, and they're going back and forth. And Andy finally bets him a bottle of pop that he can't say the first line of the Gettysburg Address. All right. So, and, oh, sorry. Quick, quick, though, Southern boy. Don't you say soda or soda pop? I'm from pop country. I was surprised to hear pop. Well, nowadays, it's just everything's a Coke. Yeah, but like back then, don't you think it would have been a soda? This felt disingenuous and I was taken I was taken out. I guess it must be pop because they both are Southerners and they call it pop. They call it pop all the time on the show. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. And Andy calls for Opie to pass out his history <laughs> book. And this is just hilarious. A grown man's hairy arm comes through the window and hands out a book. <laughs> Which this breaks Don. Yeah, and um, and then Don Don Nuts goes, he um, I think Opie's growing up really fast, and so Andy says, "Can you say the first line to the Gettysburg Address?" Which is everybody knows it's four score and seven years ago. Our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived Conceived in liberty, liberty. and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I don't know why you really had to put me on the spot like that. When you, I basically just don't, you know, I just was not going to be, I'm not, I'm not some monkey jumping through a hoop for you, but That's, you I'll just say have, that to you right you now. You did have time to Google it and read it. And I, saw <laughs> I did not know. No, I did this all off the top of my head. I'm shocked and very offended that you would say that you would imply that I would do something like that. We're going to have to take this one offline. <laughs> So naturally, Barney can't do the Gettysburg address, and he's just a hot mess. He messes up his hair. Andy walks. Looks like Beetlejuice this time when he messes up his hair. Yeah, well, it looks so much different with when it when it's in color because I mean when it's you know in black and white it's just white skin and black hair. It's you know, but he's basically a disaster by the end. But Andy finally walks him through it, and at the end, Andy Barney looks at Andy goes, "You owe me a bottle of pop." (laughs) That's cute. It's so cute. I liked this one a lot. This is fun. 
Yeah. So next up we have, you go to YouTube, you go Andy, type in Andy Griffith and Don Knotts 1965, which is ironic because this is a sketch from the 1966 special, the Andy Griffith, Don Knotts and Jim Neighbors show. I've seen this, right? This is like in an episode. Yeah. Yeah. This is basically the judo scene from Andy and the marriage counselor. Okay. That's yeah. that's expanded on, but they okay. start off doing a dance, doing a singing number. Barney is carrying on about how he's honored to be Andy's deputy. They do the judo scene. The Barney's judo go- this time looks like the hand jive. Yeah. And they go, we see a gun go off on the live special. So we know that's going to happen. And then, you know, Barney hands Andy the gun. And this is the one where the segment just keeps going on and on. But I have to imagine it's 1966. I think folks are just happy to see an interplay with Dandy and Don as Barney and Andy. I agree. And so Barney then tells Andy he doesn't know why he keeps him around. And Andy says, tells Barney he's his best friend. And Barney starts crying. And when they close out with a number about friendship. This song about friendship could have been on that album that we recently reviewed. It, I, it was no good for me. I agree. I agree. So the next segment, if you go to YouTube, you just type in Don Knotts and Nervous Man. This is obviously, we've talked about the Nervous Man piece being something that Don Knotts has done over and over. But this is really one that, that pops up on the search. And it's a great one. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, it's a 1967 CBS special called... Andy Griffith's Uptown Downtown show. And Don Knotts thinks he's introducing Andy Griffith and Tennessee Ernie Ford. Who is that? They don't, Tennessee Ernie Ford was a singer. It's probably his most famous song is 16 Tons. Okay. You know that one? No, I know 16 Candles and 16 you Handles. Got, you got 16 Tons. What do you get? Another day older and a deeper in debt? No. No, mine's a Froyo thing. Yeah, okay. Okay. The... <laughs> He goes to introduce them, and no one is there. He gets more fidgety, goes backstage, and gets into an argument with the producer. He tries to get the audience to sing, and it goes badly. He ends with him going backstage, getting punched, and storming off. I adored. I I thought this was funny. Um, I'm surprised it was so late. I would have thought that it was earlier on because it felt felt very Barney. And then all the other Nervous Man kind of clips, you see this throughout. I would have expected this to be kind of the introduction of the nervous man. Are you talking about the way I set this up? No, no. I meant like you said this was 1967. Yeah. I, w- I would have thought that it would have been like earlier on in Don Knotts's career. I mean, he's been, he'd been doing the nervous man since the fifties. This okay. is just another iteration of that. Well, this is just my own lived experience, but this is my first introduction to him. Got yeah. yeah. Um, I did want to ask you, what is your, do you have kind of some go-to stalling techniques or questions that you ask? I will sometimes ask folks to almost say, I'm sorry, I didn't understand. I didn't really understand that or I didn't get that. Can you repeat it again? You say that to me quite a bit. Because what you say is so profound. I need a minute to process (laughs) it it and and, and go through it. I will often also, I will tell you, actually, I can, that's often really my only real one, or I will just kind of start talking about something I do, if there's something in an issue where, you know, I don't, there's like, there's an issue that I'm not a fully hundred percent understanding of. I'll talk about the portion that I do understand while I try to kind of get a sense of the room of what, what else they want to discuss. You did that I just will. now with the Gettysburg address. I, I am just going to tell you, I'm sorry. You don't know your history and I'm yeah. sorry. You've got, I'm sorry. You've got to pawn this off and make it sound like, I'm not I'm not familiar with the Gettysburg Address and that I would do something so 
solo down as to cheat. <laughs> I've I've found for your kind of asking, it's more of a Zoom trick. I hope none of my colleagues, all my colleagues, I'm sure listen to this, everyone, but I cough if I need a little moment to like think and breathe and figure out what, what I'm going to say. But it gives you time to go on mute. Um, but I like, if, I was trying to picture like in Don Knotts' situation, you don't know what to say, someone's not coming on. I like to ask people what the best and worst part of their year has been because you get to take people to the high and low and you usually get, normally people don't want to talk about the worst part of their year. No, no, people people generally don't don't want to do that. <laughs> what was the most unpleasant memory from your childhood? I mean, you know, let's, let's let's do that as an icebreaker for this for this meeting. No, I do not. Actually, the most unpleasant memory I have is you badgering me about the Gettysburg Address. Yeah. That's that's the un, most unpleasant part. Good, the good. I think one thing I've seen where people will delay. I have seen people when they. I have noticed when I feel like I'm in meetings with folks and they feel like they're delaying is they'll almost like, this is the first time hearing of this. Can we take a step back and talk about this issue? Or can we, um, you know, I've mm-hmm. seen people do things like that. I'm always a little bit like, yeah, I kind of feel like you're just, yeah, for you're, sure. you're just stalling. Okay. So next up, go to YouTube, type in Don Knotts, Bill Cosby and Honeysuckle Rose. This is a sketch from Don Knotts variety show from 1972 ish. Not much to this here. It's about two minutes. Bill Cosby goes to play Honeysuckle Rose. It's not very good. They argue over whether it's good or not. And then they perform Don Knotts really can't sing. And so then they perform a bad version of it. If it was, if Bill Cosby didn't have all the stuff about Bill Cosby, I would have thought them having banter about this back and forth would have been funnier. I just kind of cringed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't love talking about Bill Cosby. Bad man, bad man. What I did, the only comment I have on this is, you know, when he plays, he does the same Cliff Huxtable kind of like stiff shoulders and kind of peck away at it that, that you know, you see time and time again on the Cosby show. Love that we get to end with this one. <laughs> if you want to do some planning for these episodes, by all means. I watched them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Welcome to the Loaded Goat, where I plan every episode and Christopher shows up and thinks watching them is 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 the same thing. Mommy and daddy are fighting. We're not fighting. I just I I really have just been trying to I, I'm, I'm sick of carrying you is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, get used to it. Yeah. All right. Was there any final thoughts? No, these were fun. I liked the they were very well curated. Thank you. My pleasure. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And if you think about it, subscribe. Next week, author and comedian Spirit Walker joins us to discuss his book, The Mayberry Rerun Rogers Guide, Season 1. Until then, Christopher, can you tell me the first line of the Gettysburg Address? Four teams scored. 